small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Christy Stratton. And I'm Kyle Dawson. And today, everybody, we are here. Christy's here, which is exciting. Because, uh, That's nice. That's so many, really sweet. It's not me, it's the emails. I could care less. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone, more Christy. I'm like, oh, guys, I'm, I'm working it. She's a busy lady. Your uh, fingernail polish currently matches your uh, ice blended. Yes, Kinda and does. and by the way, if my when my mouth freezes, I talk a little weird, mm-hmm. and I noticed that when I said Christy Stratton, it sounds like I, I've had a stroke. I have not had a stroke. <laughs> You've Bell's palsy. I'm fine. I'm I really have a fear of that. By the way, Bell's palsy. Yeah, I have a fear of waking up one morning and it just happens, and it happens. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. My uh, my friend's uh, sister in law had it, and then uh, a friend of mine had it, and um, it goes away. It well, does. Hers didn't. She still oh. has lingering effects of it. It can go away in like two weeks and then it can just stay. Okay, okay. Let's but there's worse things you could have than that, though. Like a full-on stroke would be worse. Yes. My cousin had a Raggedy Andy doll and it was like handmade, but one of the eyes was like uneven yeah. and like its mouth was crooked. So he called it Bell's Palsy Raggedy Andy. <laughs> guys, guys. Oh, let's, let's. They should sell that. Why, are, why don't they sell that? They should sell. They should to market teach, that one. To teach people about. Acceptance. The, yeah. And the yeah. effects of Bell's Palsy. Uh, okay. Christy, what's, um, <laughs> Grammys are on tonight at the night of uh, this oh. record. Do you watch that tonight? Apparently I, not. <laughs> I hadn't planned on it, but I like to tune in and see, you know, some of these acts. It's, um. See the mashups. It's so See weird. See the hoo-hahs, it whatever. Is, it is, though. Like, I, you know, I used to, like, stay in touch enough to where I'd be like, I know who that is. I don't know their music, but I know who that is. But sometimes now someone will come on and I'll go, I don't even, I've never even heard that name before. Yeah. What is that? Who's that person? Mm-hmm. And that's, I don't like that. <laughs> I went one year, a few years ago, and it was fantastic. Other mm-hmm. than the guy that, um, that weird guy that, uh, Frank... Ocean. I can't get into it. I can't. Yeah. He was Forrest Gump and he's walking on a <laughs> treadmill. Like I, I can't, I don't, my brain can't process that. Mm-hmm. But, um, it was, all the acts were terrific. And yeah. I'm like, all I could think of was, wow, these are people's children. You know, these yeah. are people at the top of their game and mm-hmm. they're all, most of them very young. Yeah. And it was really something. It was really something. Well, next year, let's, we'll try We'll see if we can make this happen. Last year, uh, David Wilde invited me uh, and my daughter to go watch the dress rehearsal. And, wow. and Wayne Fetterman was there too. Oh. So maybe next year we'll, we'll hint around if, if they don't do it in New York again. Because what they do is they just run the musical acts top to bottom. No, they do the whole show. But just like the celebrities don't oh. come out and, and, you don't, um, and you don't find out who wins. But you, you get to see all the performances. Like we saw Adele, you know, in no oh, makeup wow. on and she just came out and <gasps> did her song. Is it New York this year? It's New York this year, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So that's like why. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is not. No. It is not in New York. And New- y'all, it is not easy to get to Cleveland nonstop from here. I'm By just way, telling you. That's our topic today. You already know that. <laughs> but you, and you. Getting to Cleveland nonstop. Did you, no. <laughs> oh, did you make your plans yet? Uh, yes. You and Gary are going. Yes. 
So you fly to Florida and then Florida to Cleveland. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, uh, and I have to, I mean, I wanted to cash in miles because I'm a lady. I right. can't just put, I can't be put in the back no. with all the emotional support animals. No. With the Bon Jovi fans <laughs> who are flying from LA with their tattoos and, oh my. and, their, and their anthems. Um, and where, so you what, can't bring that flag on the plane. No. You're going to have to check that flag. Where's Johnny? Why you, you, is he going along? Is he going to Ohio? No, no, he is not. We're just doing a couple nights. So mm-hmm. we'll, I don't know. We'll put him with somebody. And did you, uh, did you, do you have an inn or did you buy tickets? We have an inn, but not like we don't, we're not going to sit at the tables. Or right, anything, right, right. But we have an inn that can give us a pass that, you know, we can, I guess. To sit at the tables, it's like 10, 10 grand or at something. Least, seat, at least, Something yeah. crazy. Yeah. And um, they don't even pay for like your whole family to come out. That's what Steve Miller was railing against. Mm-hmm. He's like, they're paying for me and and then, but my not going to pay for my wife and my kids to come out. What, then what kind of an honor is this? Right. Which is true. It is true. I, I agree. That's crappy. Um, so I'm losing my train of thought. We're going to go through the people that are getting inducted this year. We're going to go Correct. in alph- alphabetical order. Okay. Is that cool with you? Um, yes. It gets your least favorite out of the way. It does. And and, and we, we did a deal where I only had to pick one song and you could pick I just picked two. I just also picked two, (laughs) but I could to be honest, it's, that was, it's so funny. It was so hard for you to pick two and it was hard for me just to pick two Mm. because just, I really, it, uh, Bon Jovi music really means a lot to me. Oh, it really does. I I don't know what. I don't know if it's from you know being in a, growing up in a working class uh, mm. part of the country, or you are wearing a bl- blue collar right now. Wearing a blue collar <laughs> shirt, <laughs> um, but I just uh, and Alexi Lawless texted me, and he said, "Did you guys say Bon Jovi wasn't influential?" He was so mad, and I was like, "I got steamrolled. I let him steamroll me. I didn't fight." So Alexi and I are going to do an all Bon Jovi episode in a, in a couple of weeks. So. Oh. So, because he's you play um, your songs then. <laughs> <laughs> so, alpha, alphabetically, we will do Bon Jovi, The Cars, uh-huh. Dire Straits, Moody Blues, Nina Simone, and the other artist is I didn't. Sister Rosetta Tharp. Sister Rosetta Tharp. Yes, who I brought a couple of good songs from. Where she's wailing on the guitar. She plays her. She, it's in the forties. Mm-hmm. It's like early forties, and she's accompanying herself. She's wow. playing the. You know, she's shredding the hot licks herself. They probably thought she was a witch. Uh, honestly, they it's probably very thought interesting. She was crazy. I did some research. Uh, uh, anyway, it, it was. It's very interesting how she and Nina Simone mm. did had uh, dissimilar backgrounds, where they came up um, in the churches and gospel music, but then once they kind of started to do more secular stuff, that they were kind of um, looked down at for that. Well, both of them in their way. They were women. They were uh, women of color. Mm-hmm. I mean, back then they were going to be looked down on for whatever. Absolutely. There was going to be a reason to Absolutely. look down on them. Might as well do what you want to do. Yeah. So thankfully they were strong women and just said, you know, basically, fuck it. Do yeah. What we do. Yeah. Now, before we start, um, a listener was Ooh. so happy that on the year in review episode, so happy that you love that fastball song. Oh, this gentleman is David Ace Gutierrez. Yes. His favorite bands are fastball and queen. And he was so excited that you liked that song that he bought this for you. What? And he sent it to me so that I could give it to you today. That's the oh new my gosh, Fastball CD. That is so nice. Thank you, David Ace Gutierrez. 
<laughs> you said it right. Ace. I don't know why it's Ace, David. You're going to have to let me know I that like it. In, a, in a text or something. Um, so big yeah, fan so of cards. He's a big and fan. Ace he, loves card. he loves Ace Freely. <laughs> All right. So Bon Jovi, I got stats before we, I'm going to start okay. with the stats. Please. I'm going to let, let everyone know uh, what's going on with these bands. Okay. Bon Jovi. Now, as far as the fan votes go, they had the most fan votes to get in to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They had 1,162,000. They've been active from 1984 to the present. They have 13 studio albums, six number one albums, 29 million albums sold in the USA, 105 million albums sold worldwide, 17 top 40 singles, 10 top 10 singles, four number one singles, They've won two American Music Awards, and they've won one Grammy. And the members that will be inducted are John Bon Jovi, Richie Sambora, David Bryan, Tico Torres, Alec John Such, who was the original bass player, and then this guy, Hugh McDonald, who has been the bass player since 1996, but never on the albums. They didn't, he was like their bass player, but they did that thing like the Stones did, where when Bill Wyman left, they didn't introduce a new member into the band Okay. until 2016 after Richie was gone and they had to get a new guitarist. Then they kind of had to make you a, a, you know, an official member of the band, put him on the albums and stuff. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But that guy played out on, he's played on like every Bon Jovi album. Cause he like their other bass player, not that good. So he yeah. would like do the, he would play the studio stuff and the other guy would <laughs> tour. Anyway. Okay. okay. That's the stats on Bon Jovi. Do you know who's inducting them? Yes, and I don't like this at oh, all. How do you know this information? It, this is this the only Wikipedia. this is the only one that they've announced, and I don't like this at all because I, I really feel that this is going to detract from them being inducted. It's Howard Stern. Okay, here's what I will say. Mm-hmm. I watched last year's, and David Letterman inducting Pearl Jam was phenomenal. It is, but David Letterman doesn't make of an event like that about himself, and Howard does. That's what I'm afraid of. It's going to be all about, I got, my, I got laid to Bon Jovi. It's going to be okay. all that fucking bullshit. So, I mean, I don't, I, I just, I hope he doesn't do that. Okay. Doesn't, doesn't he get enough of that every day? Does he have to do it? But he's going to be in front of all these people. You'll know. You'll let me know. Yeah. So, and then uh, the other ones, no one's been um, announced yet. But when we get to him, maybe we can kind of think about who we think it might be. I'm scared. But the ones last year were actually pretty good like the guy from train yeah that inducted journey mm-hmm. i know i that was my i'm like what but it was so heartfelt right. and it was so lovely to me the danny harrison yellow one was the big stinker yeah that one was the big like uh, this is I, your dad felt this and your dad felt that like great let's talk about the music yeah. and let's talk about the um, it's, oof, yeah, I'm so, yeah, like, I'm just nervous I, about it. I would have wanted, um, who's the band we just talked about before that? D- 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 bon Jovi? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> Journey? Train. Journey. I, I would have, I wish Carlos Santana would have inducted Journey. Because okay. Journey came out of Santana. Oh, yeah. Like, he discovered Neil Sean, and, and Greg Raleigh played in, you know. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I was fine. Look, I didn't want Kid Rock to induct Cheap <sighs> Trick, but I was, I was. You said it was good. I was okay with it. He, he. He was, you know, he did all the Kid Rock stuff, but he didn't make it about himself. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Bon Jovi. Christy sent me text yesterday. She said, could she just pick one Bon Jovi song? Well, I wanted to do a trade because I was really having a hard time with Moody Blues. That was the one where I'm like, really? how do I just pick two? 
Like, I think you're going on a good year, too, because two of your favorite bands are getting inducted. I know. That's and I crazy. do love the Moody's, too. I've actually seen them live in the 80s. I've, I saw them live two years ago. <laughs> they sound great. Not that eclectic on stage, mm. but they really did sound great. Mm. And there's um, the singers are still there. The two guys, the two main guys. And yeah. There's three I'm of them excited. still there. I yeah. think it's going to be a good show. I do, too. I really do. All right. So let's get in. Let's do okay. this Bon Jovi thing. Okay. okay. Since you only have one, yes. I'll go, then you go, and then I'll Great. go. And we'll Sounds be done. like a good plan. All right. I went with a song from 1988. It's called Blood on Blood. And um, <laughs> I just love a story song, and I love a song about, about friendship and about sticking together. And I just love this kind of stuff. And, Nothing um, wrong with any of that. And I have, I, have, uh, I have verse one queued up because uh, I'll tell you after, because verse okay. two is a little bit sketchy. But let's hear uh, verse one. I'll tell you. <laughs> well, I can still remember when I was just a kid. Friends were friends forever. And what you said is what you did. Okay, now, I know, I love it. I really do. I love that. It makes me feel good. Good. Feel I'm, you deserve but to feel good, Pat. I'm you gonna, do. But I'm going to tell you this. The second verse, a little sketchy. <laughs> and uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the lyrics okay. to this. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Bobby was our hero because he had a fake ID. When I got busted stealing cigarettes, he took the rap for me. <laughs> then here's the sketchy part. Danny knew this white trash girl. We each threw in a 10. She took us to this cheap hotel and turned us into men. Mm. That's a little, that's a no, little, no, no, nope, nope. That's, that's uh, a hard pass. That's a hard pass on that one. <laughs> that's uh, that's no. a gang bang. That's rapey. Yeah. That's not. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh boy. That's rough. No. I can't, I'm not down with that. Just so people know, I'm not down with verse two. <laughs> Picturing Pat yeah. in the audience, like, yeah, yeah and then, yeah. And then just so, oh, going, like, oh what? no, guys, easy, <laughs> easy. Okay. Uh, so they play that in concert? I and think people they, throw tens on stage? I think they do play Blood on Blood in concert still, yeah. Oh. Maybe, maybe John, maybe rewrite those. Maybe rewrite that one a little bit. Uh, I'm sorry, that made me laugh. Um, <laughs> all right, I'll play the one song that I like. It was the first song I was introduced to them. It's song number 10. Um, uh, MTV played it and I thought, hey, these dudes are great. All right. They're just disappointment from the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's runaway. <laughs> Talk to you. But you were living in another world, trying to get a message 
Now I'm going to give you a little uh, a little backstory on that uh, that song. Okay. That was on the first album, but that was recorded like as a single. Um, none none of the members of Bon Jovi play on that, except really? John. Yeah, that's um, uh, Roy Bitten from the E Street Band is, is on keyboards. <laughs> Frankie LaRocca from I think maybe from Frankie and the Knockouts is on drums. Tim Pierce is on guitar. Um, a bunch of other people on, uh, on on background vocals, and then the guy I mentioned, Hugh McDonald, who is is the official bass player in Bon Jovi since 1996. He plays bass on that song, so he's he's been with the band since the beginning. So, and then you know that was um that was a regional hit single, and so when they recorded an album, they just they didn't even re-record it. They're like, this sounds great the way it is, just put it on the album. As Interesting. Is. I did not know that. It says here it's also featured in the movie Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> well, <laughs> just right. just more more great. A, I assume he's on a Segway during that scene, chasing some kids who are stealing sneakers or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now get ready uh-huh. for some more Bon Jovi schmaltz. I'm taking us the whole way to 2013. Oh, Pat, you're killing me. <laughs> this, this is from the album What About Now, and this is uh. This is a song called What's Left of Me. They call us dirty, hairy, we're a punk rock band. Why they sold old CBGBs, I don't understand. All that's left now on the t-shirts and they come from Japan. There's nope. never been an artist that could rewrite the same song over and over and over again, <laughs> and I still love it. You don't have to record every song you write. <laughs> <laughs> Remember earlier I said there's only one bad Bon Jovi song? You were wrong. One in Dead or Alive? Oh, 100% wrong. Well, you, you can, you're you going to have to fight with Alexi Lawless when he's here. Um, one more thing about Bon Jovi before I move on. Um, these songs, when these come on uh, my, uh, my treadmill mix when I'm at the gym, oh my God. The best. You're just I, get, I just get running. You're top. like, yeah. By the way, just kudos to me. Uh, I am uh, 28 days straight at the gym. As of today, I started January 1st. I'm going to the gym every wow. single day. Every single day. Not, uh, not, that's amazing. I'm feeling results. You can't see results yet, but I'm feeling. But you've always been a, been a fit man. I'm trying. I've definitely gotten stronger. Because like when I, day one, I was like, oh, 20 pounds. Couldn't even really open hot. the door. Ho- horrible, horrible. I couldn't even <laughs> open my lock. <laughs> but now, feeling good. So uh, just kudos to me. What were, did you have a New Year's resolution? Uh, no. <laughs> I did eat my black eyed peas, though. I, I've always avoided it. And I'm like, I need some good luck this year. You know the black eyed peas. I do right? not okay. know that. Well, in the South and in Texas, it's, mm-hmm. it's uh, for good luck on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. You eat black-eyed peas. So, but it's a whole thing. You have to put them in water overnight. And then like, and I'm like, guys, let's all just take a spoonful of this. <laughs> and Johnny actually liked them. So he had more That's than good. one bite. So he's going to have a lot of good luck. See, I do something similar to that. I kiss Fergie full on on the mouth. Oh. That's what I do. That's my yeah. black-eyed pea thing. Tell, tell I kiss Will I am. <laughs> tell Christy what, uh, what uh, my parents, your grandparents, what they do for good luck on New Year's Eve. The 
they wash their hands with like a silver dollar. But it has to be between like midnight and like twelve oh one. So everyone's like fighting like each other to like Adorable. and they just like they just hold a silver dollar in their hand and wash like it's soap and wash their hands with it. Doesn't I seem like it. it's been working. No, it's never worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't we gonna talk about what songs we think they're going to play? Yes, we are. Okay. Yes. This is what this, I have some either ors with this band, and I didn't do all of them by the way. Like ugh, I just couldn't. Okay, so this is the setlist prediction because then we'll 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 see later on down the road which one of us was the closest. Oh, okay, for sure, living on a prayer, one hundred percent. That's in. And then there's either wanted dead or alive or blaze of glory because they're kind of the same. Okay, either or, and then either it's my life or you give love a bad name because that's kind of the same vibe. Okay. I think. Blaze of Glory is a Bon Jovi, a John Bon Jovi solo song. So I don't oh. think he's going to do that. Then Want a Dead or Alive then. Well, here, yes. And here's what I have. I think they're going to do Want a Dead or Alive. Uh-huh. I think they're going to do Runaway because that was from the first album. That was the first. Okay, but. And they still play it in concert. And I think they're going to do It's My Life. Okay. Now, I know it's really hard to say how, how, how do I say Living on a Prayer isn't going to be one yeah, of the songs. Yeah, because that's crazy. Or, um. But uh, that's just what I think. One of Dead or Alive, Runaway, and It's My Life. Okay. Right. Now, Howard Stern's going to sing with them. <laughs> Robin. Um, <gasps> look at the boobs out there, Robin, for Bon Jovi. Flash him, ladies, if you want to. <laughs> I don't like, I'm done. Okay, the cars. Here the we cars. go. Going to give you the stats. Uh, da, da, da. They had uh, over half a million fan votes. Excellent. Uh Active 78 to 87, and then active in 2011. Sure, yes. Kind of. Yes. Seven studio albums, uh, no number one albums. 17 million albums sold in the USA, 13 top 40 singles, four top 10 singles, no number ones, and nominated for four Grammy Awards. Um, they won the first ever video of the year, That's right, MTV. MTV. I, I, I agree. That's yeah. why you're here. Yeah. I'm not discounting that. Just wasn't on my list. Uh, the people getting inducted are all the original members, the only people that have ever been in the band. Yes. Elliot Easton, Greg Hawks, David Robinson, Rick Ocasek, and posthumously Benjamin Orr. Does Benjamin Orr have any children or a wife or I, anyone? Well, he, he was married to this woman, Diane, who was his co-writer mm -hmm. on his solo album. And I know from, from just someone who I worked with once that said, oh, his son is on my kid's soccer or hockey team or something, and he looks just like him, so I know he has at least one kid. So maybe that person will be there too, except for him. I hope so. Or, or Rutger Hauer. I know. Since they look alike. They do, and I love them both. Does Rutger Hauer play bass? Because I think <laughs> there's a job for him. Do you think uh, when the Cars play, is someone going to sit in on bass this time as opposed to the 2011 I, tour? Uh, I hope so. Because I think that was, uh, you know, they're, they're such a great, they're great musicians. Yeah. And I would hate for, I, I, anyway, I, I hope so. I hope, yes. And I hope someone, if and they do Ben's songs, that someone sings them. Because I love Rick's voice. I love it. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's not that. Yeah. And I'm hoping that um, they would have someone sub in. It's like a Fleetwood Mac thing. When you go see Fleetwood Mac and everyone sings lead, it gives it a nice, you know, you get a nice variety. And so when the car is live, when you would get both of them singing leads on different songs, it's yeah. a nice, because I do prefer Ben's voice. 
it's great. Yeah. Like the songs where he's really called upon to kind of to mm-hmm. give that. It's just, and Rick has said in an interview, like he would, because they asked him how he would pick who would sing what. And he's like, if it required a good voice, it was, I would always, you know, Ben would sing them. Ben, he's been gone for 17 years. Is that insane? Insane. He would be, he would be 70. He'd be 69 right now. He'd be 70 this coming October. That's crazy, right? Crazy. Passed when he was 53. That's terrible. They have um, this wonderful concert um, that I think Rhino Records released, this Music Laden, and it's a terrific show, but mm-hmm. at the end they do this interview with all of them. Oh, yes, and when he's ben sick. Is, yeah. It's and hard to it's, watch. It's hard to watch. It's on it's YouTube, hard. but he's very, very, um, he's really ravaged from the effects of pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Really bad. Like, really he's bad. so skinny. Like, it's skeletal. And that must have been so hard for them to sit there with him, knowing that, oh, this is the last time we might, we're all going to be together here. Yeah. I mean, it's not performing. It's just retrospective interview. And I don't remember them ever all doing an interview together other than that. So that was really, as a fan, exciting because we didn't get anything Mm -mm. from the end to then, nothing. And then seeing this thing and anyway. It was something. Did we talk to Elliot with Elliot about that interview? I don't know if we did bring that up or not. I don't know that we did, but we are going to do another show with him, right? He, no? he, okay. he told me that that one, for him, that was so great that he didn't think he could ever top that. And even though I said, well, we're just going to do, uh, we're just going to do a uh, track by track of Candy O. And he's like, yeah, I just, he's like, don't, you know. Don't be mad, but no, something like okay. that. And I'm like, that's fine. That's but, fine. But you, but I still have, I still have two vinyl copies of Candio and four CD copies of Candio that he promised to sign, so I can give them away to listeners. Well, I will. He just going to go up to his garage and sit in his garage and <laughs> fake smoke a cigar. Well, then I wish I'd have done that because I didn't bring, <clears throat> I purposely didn't bring any Candio songs because I thought we would, we would, I, I whatever. I'll, I'll, uh, I did bring a Candio song. Oh, good. So we're okay. cool. Okay, so I'm going to let you... I've got three. You, okay. You, so you go, I go, you go, I go, and then you do your third. Okay. Because you have three, so you go first. I do. Okay. All right. I um, brought Panorama from 1980. What I I love this record, mm-hmm. and you got me the... The, the vinyl. The vinyl. I love this record, too. It's, the, it's, it's kind of the oddball of the Cars albums, kind of. Yeah. And, and that's you, in a good way. Yes. And what I love is that when you listen to it, you think, oh, this is so 80s, this is so whatever. It was released in 1980. Yeah. So all this stuff was composed in the late 70s when, you know, disco was happening and and, and punk and, like, all of these things. And, and that yet, I, I, to me, it's just, it's, anyway, I think it's terrific. And this is the title track from Panorama.
Uh, that's the longest car song ever yeah. recorded. Five minutes and 45 seconds. I almost, the clip I almost brought was like that final minute, which is terrific. Mm-hmm. It's like Elliot and then the drums come in yep. and it's just like this cacophony, this crescendo. And then it just ends. It's really lovely. It's kind it's, of, it's, it's a jam, which when you think yeah. of jamming, you don't think of the cars right. as a jam band. Right. And the first four songs in this are just killer. Panorama, Touch and Go, Give Me Some Slack, Don't Tell Me No. I mean, I mean, you don't get better than that to start a side one out. It's just fantastic. And I love the cover. I always talk about this album cover because it's something, there's something so simple, but something hypnotic about it. And the band's the cars, it's just a checkered flag, and it, it doesn't mean anything with the word panorama, but it all works. I've just always loved that cover. It's yeah. so fantastic. Um, now my cars, uh, before each one of each one of my two car songs, there's going to be a little, a little, what do you call it? A prelude. Yeah. It's going to be a very little prelude. So my first, um, I lost my, I lost my, li- my list was in front of me. I lost it. Let me find it. There it is. Okay. So my first song is from Candy O. It's, uh, it's all I can do. And before it goes in, just, uh, Turn that up, Kyle, and then we'll just uh, we'll just hear a little bit, and go, this is going to go right into the song. Then. It's so good. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It's, it's fantastic. It's amazing. I remember. Uh, I remember Candy O vividly because when I was in high school, I worked at uh, I worked at McDonald's, and whenever we had to uh, do the closing shift where you would have to close everything down, uh, the other two guys that always closed were Steve Yon and Stuart Huff, and they wow. would play Candy O on the boombox <laughs> while we while we closed down. And like I had never really heard. I heard Let's Go, but I didn't really know. The deeper tracks, and this is one that I was always like, "That's how's that not a hit single?" That's it just got inc- some airplay where I lived. But it's a, uh, it's a great song. It's Love a it. great song. Love I mean, it. that album had "Dangerous Type," "Candio," "Let's Go." I mean, it was uh, it was a great record. Got it's a, a lot great- of my head. Everything's good. Yeah. I love it. I love the whole album. I love. I say that I love it as much as the first album. It's not as good as the first right. album. It's not. But I do like it as much. It it gives me the same, you know feeling yeah maybe a little more poppy yes and i like that yeah they kind of had a different vibe yeah, with each album but yet it was very like them panorama is more maybe artsy if i right. put a word on it sure if i have to label it, have to label it. all right what's your second I car song brought um there was a live concert that i recorded on cassette as a kid and um, I think it's the live at the Agora because I, the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, oh, this is the one I have mm-hmm. on cassette. And what's so funny is in the middle of it, 
you can hear my stepbrother. Like it, it's there's music and then it stops and you hear him go the erasing of the tape, <laughs> and then it goes back to music. I'm like Eric, um, but I'm glad that this is. Um, that I have this, but this is recorded in 1978, and this is a song that was never recorded on an album, and I find like, oh, it's so interesting what they did and didn't decide to lean into musically, and um, I, in fact, I, after listening to it before this album came out, I said, I tweeted Elliot, I'm like, what's that song that goes, when did you change the color of your hair, like, what, what is that song, and he said, oh, it's called Hotel Queenie, and I just thought, oh, I love Twitter for this. I can just ask. I can just ask police <laughs> ask a and such directly. Is, yeah. And um, I love the song. It's called Hotel Queenie. It was never recorded except on this live at the Agora, nineteen seventy-eight. That's nuts. Like, had they leaned into that kind of music? And yeah. I love that. Yeah. But I, they were like, no, we're going to do more, you know, accessible kind of pop things. Yeah. But I love that song. And I think, like, they're le- listen to them. They're a legit rock and roll outfit. And there, there must not be any studio version of that. Because we would have heard it no, by now. No. It's crazy. No. I mean, unless... I don't know what's on the Candio vinyl. Because on the, on the Panorama vinyl, they... They recorded some t- things that they didn't ever release. I'll, I'll tell you what's on the Candio vinyl. It's um, but I don't think they ever. God, I love it. There's a demo on it. There's a demo of Hotel Queenie on the Cars uh, first album on the '99 reissue bonus oh. tracks. It's the last one. Hmm. Let me see if I can find. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. All right, now we have to seek that out. Thank you, Kyle, for, you. for lifting us up and kind of bringing us down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> now we're disappointed that we didn't know about that. All right, let's go back to my next car song. is from Heartbeat City, 1984. And again, it's gonna, we have a little uh, prelude that's going to take us right oh. into Looking for Love. that song i love that song you do i do and i mean because we've done a we've done a cars episode and i and i don't think i've ever played that song and i really like that song huh all right you don't like that song it's okay i just i don't know i just love i really do like it oh all right 
I like Heartbeat City. It's so funny. Like when, like those first five Cars albums, I, I love every, almost every song and every album. I really yeah. do. No, I do too. But I, that, I'm like, eh. That one doesn't do anything it for me. It doesn't you. do anything for me. All right. Because um, it's not Ben singing. No, he doesn't. He only sings like one song or two, right? One. He sings Drive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Towards it. Oh, and he sings. Three. Um, oh, he sings uh, uh, Stranger Eyes. Yes. Um, and. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, uh, Do you want help? Yes. It's, it's not, not the night. Yep. No. Yeah. I like all those. <laughs> all right. I will play my last song. And I, okay. too, because I've played a lot of cars mm-hmm. or whatever. This is from um, Live at the Agora, 1978, another track. Wow. And when, when, in the 80s, when I heard this, I had no idea who was singing. I had no idea what the song was because there wasn't the internet and you couldn't just look up a lyric. Or text Elliot. Or text, right? Or just tweet Elliot, like, what is the song? So I, for years, was like, oh, here's the lyric. And then when I heard it, it's an Eddie Cochran song. Mm, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's that song. And oh my gosh, that must be Elliot that was singing the lead on that. Um, and it, which was on the, this is again from Live at the Agora 1978. This is something else with the lead vocal taken over by uh, Mr. Elliot Easton. Greg, Greg Hawks on saxophone. Yeah. It's true. There were a oh, rock band. There were for- a rock and roll band. I forgot that Greg Hawks would play some saxophone. Yes. I just love, I love the time capsule that is that, that live show. I love it, love it, love it. Greg Hawks with that mustache when he used oh, to rock that yes. mustache. Uh-huh. And the uh, page boy haircut. Sure. Um, okay, let's do, let's do this now. Let's, uh, who do you, who would you like to induct them? I don't know. It's hard. I don't know. I got two possibles. I don't okay. think these, these are going to happen. All right. I, I thought maybe Gwen Stefani. Okay. Because I, I wouldn't. And then maybe, hate that. then maybe she could sing "Drive." You know, uh, I, I would like whoever maybe inducts them. If it's a musician, that maybe it's someone that could sing one of the Ben songs with them. Sure. And then my other one would be maybe Roy Thomas Baker. He produced the first sure. four album, the classic Is Cars he, album. He's still with us. He lives in Beverly Hills. Does he really? Yeah, I've been trying to get him on the show. You have? I've been trying. <gasps> oh, Pat. Yeah. Because that would be, uh, man, he produced so much stuff. Uh, Journey, Foreigner, Cheap Trick, Queen, The Cars, Ozzy. I mean, what else? I mean, I, I, come on. Yeah. Be crazy. The Darkness. Oh, yeah. I, love I the think darkness. he produced the second Darkness album. Okay. Um, so you don't, you have no idea. Kyle maybe thought maybe Rivers Cuomo from Weezer might induct them. Okay. Because he's kind of nerdy and yeah, kind yeah, yeah. of fits in with. And didn't Rick. Okay, so Ro Kasich produced their yeah he the produced song. two of their albums I think. that's right maybe the blue and the green mm-hmm. um and what do you think now we're gonna definitely uh, well, the set I mean, list is gonna be totally it, it, that's very hard to call because it just depends on I mean if it was all things it would be like let's go you know touch and go just what I needed it would be that you, but if you're you, not if gonna you, do you let's mean go. if you could pick it no if Ben were alive yeah 
And I don't know if they're going to like, okay, well, we can't just go by our hits because, uh, you know, and I can't, I just don't think Drive is the right vibe. I mean, you already have yeah, Dire Straits. I don't, I don't you already have, have Nina Simone. You already have some kind of mellower, I mean, Nights in White Satin, I'm sure, yeah. is going to be played. Yeah. So I, to me, why not do your up-tempo numbers? So I, don't, I think that one is not going to be done. I could be wrong. But to me, the only for sure would be um, just what I needed. I think that's a for sure. I think that is a for sure. Well, here's my three. See, because they, they, do, they do usually do hits. They usually yeah, do. Yes. Here's, here's the three. I'm assuming they don't sing a Ben Orr song. So I'm going to go Good Times Roll, Shake It Up, You Might Think. But it could be anything. It really could be anything. But that's really what I think. If they don't, they don't do any Ben songs, Good Times Rolls from the first album. It's a great song, and it's a great song to open Shake with. It Up has great Elliot Easton guitar solo. Yes, it solo. does. It does. And you might think was gigantic. Like you it said, was. It was. It was, it was a it was, big hit. And it won that MTV award for yeah. the video. So there's, that's what I think. You'll see. You'll see in person. I will. You'll have to text me that night while you're there. I'll, through the sobs. <laughs> Are you assuming Elliot's going to thank you from the stage? <laughs> I mean, maybe. I'm not sure, but probably. Let's uh, let's move on to Dire Straits. Okay. They had 613,000 fan votes. They were active 78 to 91. Six studio albums, one number one album, 14 million albums sold in the USA, four top 40 singles, three top 10 singles, one number one single, and they've won four Grammy Awards. And I assume those are all for uh, Brother in Arms. I'm assuming. assuming. I'm assuming. Um, okay. So right. you want to go first? Um, yeah, since we already did the Dark Stories show. Like I, I, I was really trying to like, what did I not play? Yeah. And, I didn't and, look, but I just kind of feel like these two songs I didn't play. And I didn't, I didn't even pick one off Making Movies, which is my favorite I album. I didn't either because I remember playing a lot of songs. Yeah, we really, we, really yeah we really rammed people <laughs> down the throat with yeah. Making Movies. Um, I picked something from the first album that when it comes up in the mix in my car, mm-hmm. I always just, I rock out. I think it's terrific. And um, it's uh, setting me up. Number eight. It's the number eight song. I mean, that's, that's good solid. Too. That's great just song. a solid, great Knopfler song. Yeah. Um, I picked this song from 1979 off the second album, Communique, and this song is called Lady Writer. Another quality the way you used to love. Then I know you never 
it's uh, it's very Sultans of Swing Junior. Kind of. Yeah. I think it is. I think we I do play like that it. on the um, Dire Straits because I remember the song is like he's he's watching the woman that mm-hmm. reminds me of you. Yeah. So he's singing to someone else about. And I, I think we had this discussion then. Maybe we did. I would have to go back. I don't remember. <laughs> but I love that song. I, I don't remember great. what's said after we record. Yeah. Let me uh, let me say uh, who's uh go they ahead, won Kyle. they won four Grammy Awards for Brother in Arms, best uh best rock performance in 1986 mm-hmm. by a Group for Money or Nothing, uh Brother in Arms best engineered recording mm-hmm. in 1986, 1987 for best music video for Brother in Arms. And then 2006 for best surround sound album for the 20th anniversary edition. Wow. They're getting getting as much play out of that as they can. (laughs) Yeah. Here's who's going to be inducted. Uh, Alan Clark, Guy Fletcher, John Isley, David Knopfler, Mark Knopfler, and drummer Pick Withers. Those will be the people. So that'll be, that'll be, that'll be great to see them Uh, play together. I mean, and by the way, if there's any part of the night where Ellie Deaston and Mark Knopfler are on stage together. Like I already have well, to the practice jam, the my meditation. Jam at the end. They all jam at the end. Like I can't. I'm not going to be. I'm literally tearing <laughs> up right now, imagining, imagining what that is going to be like. Kyle, what can we play just to break the sadness and the tears? I mean, is there anything that we could possibly drop in here Matt. just to break the sadness and the tears? Um, yeah, give me a second. Oh, what do you think? Goodness. I mean, something. Guys. It's got to be something. Just something. <laughs> Great. That's terrific. <laughs> Uh, that's what opened the, um, the year in review episode. There was that laugh and then into the theme song. Oh my goodness. And everyone loved it. Oh, two people loved it. <laughs> um, <laughs> everyone else just One of them bought you a CD. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm so excited. That's so cute. Okay. I just love it. Okay. I don't think I had anything from On Every Street when we did the Dire Straits okay. episode. I don't think so. Again, I tried to do the same thing. Like I didn't want to. And... I, I don't know how you feel about this song. Um, I love it. And it was re-recorded by Mary Chapin Carpenter. Oh, it was bug. a big hit. Yes, it was a big hit yeah, for her. I, like but it. I just absolutely love it. And sometimes when it plays at a certain time and you're just like, yes, it's all about this. And this is from On Every Street, The Bug. Uh, it's song number nine. Yeah, it's, it won't. Uh, <gasps> what? I'm I have finding it, it on. Uh, I have oh, you it. Have it? Yeah. No. It's okay. Boo. I really wonder. Well, I don't go to uh, On Every Street isn't my isn't a, an album I listen to much. No, no. But start at like 15 seconds. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Thank you. The bug. Hold on. Oh, too much. There we go. Thank you. Dude. One step forward and it's back. I love it too. I love that song. <laughs> the um, yeah, I think on every street when that album came out, I I I thought Dire Straits were done. I didn't even know. I really didn't think it was six years after uh, Brothers in Arms. So it's just like, yeah. 
But maybe they toured for three years with Brothers in Arms. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, maybe. Like it did a worldwide. Well, yeah. 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 So like sometimes it's like, oh, six years between albums. It's like, you know, we toured for three years. So. Right. But um, I might have to pull that out and listen to it. When's the last time you Falling listened to Elvis, it? Top heavy to fuel. Bottom. I love not, heavy fuel. I, I don't look, top to bottom. No, but but songs, yes. Pilar's in the house. And looking glam and fab on a Sunday morn. That's that sweater I bought you for Christmas. The girls oh. told me. The girl said, "Mommy's gonna hate that sweater. Don't buy that sweater." And I said, "Get away from me, <laughs> <laughs> children." Um, okay, my next song is from 1982. From uh, Love Over Gold. Only five songs on this album. Yeah. It's so weird. Like 12 songs on uh, on the last album we just played. Uh-huh. 12 songs, but five songs on this album. And this is, uh, I love the song, Industrial Disease. Uh-huh. Now morning lights are flashing down the quality control. Somebody threw a spanner, they threw him in the hole. There's rumors in the Logan Bay and anger in the town. Somebody blew the whistle and the walls came down. I like that he uses the word spanner in there, which is um, a British word for wrench. Oh, I guess I didn't know what that was. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a Rod Stewart album. It's called A Spanner in the Works, ah. which means he's mucking it all up. I like how he tells the stories, like Bon Jovi, you say, tells these stories. <laughs> right. But he has a sense of humor about it that I love, that I just, that just kind of made me giggle remembering oh, yeah. that. There's no sense of humor in a Bon Jovi song. There's no, <laughs> there's no irony. There's no, yeah. it's just straight on, pump your fist, get your flag out. Sure. Work for the working man. Yeah. There's a song called Work for the Working Man. Yeah, of course there is. <laughs> um, now, do we, I, I know we spoke about this on the other, I think uh, Money for Nothing and Sultan's a Swing for sure, but I don't know what that third song would be. Um, Skate Away? I have Tunnel of Love, but I have, I have Sultans of Spring oh, and Money for Nothing. I have Tunnel, Tunnel of Love. Tunnel of Love is 10 minutes long. They're I not going to play that, Pat. Well, but how long is Skate Away? I think, I, I think Skate Away is long, too. Yeah, that's I'm, true. I'm going to tell you. But I, uh, I think yeah. I know who's going to induct them, though. I, just, <gasps> I think I do. Okay. Am I going to be yay or am I going to be gonna be. I think you're going to be yay. And I think, this would, I think this would make sense. Maybe it's Sting. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. That would be perfect, that right? That would be perfect. And then he can then he can sing with them. Oh my gosh, I'm already excited. Tunnel of Love is eight minutes. Romeo and Juliet is six minutes. Skate Away, 640. I mean, those are all, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I will say he Maybe plays do, Romeo they, and Juliet in concert, in his solo yeah. concert, and it is awesome. I mean, it is like silent, yeah. like it is, it brings things to a, a, a halt, like in a beautiful way, yeah. but I don't know, like I just don't know. I mean, they could throw a walk of life in there just to jazz it up a little bit. Who knows? Yeah, but would they do two songs from one album? It's their, it's their, it's their biggest, not their best, but it's their biggest. Yeah. I get, I get kind of bored a little bit in, in with some of the brothers and Arms songs. You don't like your latest trick okay. and my worry, yeah, and okay. I love that. It's okay. I love Right Across the River. They opened with that on the 1985 tour that I saw, and it was awesome. 
As long as we're in agreement that making movies is the best album. Absolutely. The, just, it's not only the best album, it is one of the best albums of all time. Yeah. I would put that up there with the Cars first album. It's pretty great. <laughs> even, even less boys. Yeah. Yeah, yes. But um, it's the last song in the album, so you can kind of, you know, if you're not into it, you can get rid of it. Yeah. Well, all right, what's next? Moody's. <gasps> this was tough for me because I... I love them. You didn't realize how many Moody Blue songs you might have liked. Well, I know because I've seen them live in the 80s. There was a a period where, as a teenager, I would go and camp out in front of Sears to get tickets. That's where you had to do it. We would do that in college. You had to wait all night long. All night long. And like I did it for the Born in the USA tour. I did it for, there was a Tom Petty tour. I think mm-hmm. Pack Up the Plantation was around that. Yep. And you would just go the night before. You'd tell your parents, like, I'm, I'm going to spend the night at Susie's. And then you'd go, and then like you'd sleep next to a, a you know, 20 to 30 year old bearded man. Like it just wasn't any, and then your friend would bring you donuts in the morning. It was great. Mm-hmm. The Moody Blues. And how many tickets did you have to buy? You had to buy for everyone. Um, well, here's the deal. I learned the trick is you buy two tickets, but you buy them separately mm. so that at least one of them will be in the front row. And wow. any time that I did that, I got good tickets. Well, the Moody Blues, that was, I don't know, 80 something. I show up before dawn. So let's say it's five. There's no one there. I'm the only person. Oh, that's sad for, for the Moody hours. Blues. I mean, it was the 80s, though. I mean, like, it wasn't... Uh, anyway. It, it was wasn't just, their heyday. It wasn't it was their, their heyday. But it was their comeback, kind of. They were coming back. Yeah, they had a big hit, the Your Wildest Dreams. Yep. Um, but yeah, I had, was by myself for mm. hours. I mean, I did get, whatever, front row seats, and it was terrific. But yeah, me by myself, like, hey... <laughs> Just hanging out at the sea as a teenage girl. How um, old were the How old were the members of the Moody Blues? I wonder when you saw them in concert because <laughs> they, they seem like they're ninety. Yes, now. yeah. Well, they weren't. I don't know. That's a hard thing because I was whatever, fifteen, sixteen. And look up, okay. maybe six. Yeah, I think I was okay. sixteen. Justin Hayward is currently seventy-one. So, okay. so what's nineteen eighty-six? Let's say, or he was born in forty-six, so he would have been forty. Okay. So he was fine. He was fine. <laughs> he was fine. So funny though, because you think, oh, like, these oh, super the old men. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, my parents like them. The uh, <laughs> the drummer from the Moody's when I just saw them two years ago with Mr. Chip Chinnery, Chip's Money Tips. Uh, his his funny joke on stage was he goes, you know, when we started, I had brown hair and white teeth. Now I have white hair and brown teeth. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Okay. But, um, maybe brush those teeth. Maybe yeah. brush those teeth. And there's, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's all kinds of all cosmetic kinds of, dentistry that you can that you can afford. Yeah, hello, sir. hello. All right, you want to go first with the Moody's? I do. I this was hard, but I did pick my two favorites. Um, they had two songs about being a singer in a rock and roll band. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them I I like a, more than the other, and it's called Veteran Cosmic Rocker. And let me let me just uh, uh, play the uh, yeah play. I have two clips from it. Just play the first one. This is sung by John Lodge, written by Ray Thomas, the guy that just passed very recently. Okay. okay. Oh, 
Hang on, hang on, hang on. That's that's him. That's Ray Thomas. Wow. He he wrote a beautiful like he the, and then the flute comes in, which is also him. And um, I just read about this yesterday, and I thought this was so interesting because I didn't know because I just assumed John Lodge wrote that song because he sings it. Mm-hmm. But um, Ray Thomas, the flautist slash harmonica player, wrote it. And at the very end, um, uh, uh, there's a I, I'm going to play the very end of it, and there's some backtracking. Okay. Um, and it, it, he's saying, what happens anyway, you know? It's him, Ray Thomas, the writer of the song. Who so, just passed. Okay, correct. Listen. I listened very closely. What happens anyway, you know? He is afraid he will die. How, uh, like, it's poetic creepy. is that whole... And this has always been my favorite um, Moody song because they played it live and I thought it was terrific. But anyway, I didn't know that stuff about that guy. Anyway, it was just Let me tell you, me chills. I just looked something up while those songs were playing. Um, first of all, the people that are going to be inducted into the Moody Blues, a lot of people here, uh, Graham Edge, Justin Hayward, John Lodge, Mike Pinder, Ray Thomas... And Denny Lane, who we know more from Wings. Right. He was only on the first Moody Blues album, but he does all the lead vocals on that album. And it had a hit. Yeah. So it's pretty, um, I, would, I, I would have been like this on whether Denny Lane would get in or not. They, and I also read this, they are the only band whose first top 10 singles First three top ten singles took place in three different decades. Wow, that's amazing. Go now. Um, I think I wrote it down. Ooh, I guess Nights in White Satin, and then um, Your Wildest Dreams. I'm thinking. Okay. Anyway, what is that? The, the notebook you brought with you. What is that? Is that a general notebook? What is that? <laughs> it's it's not your rock solid notebook. No, it's just a notebook. Oh my God, look at that. Billy Jean. Okay. Yeah, it's there. There are these, this company that puts together these notebooks that, from old books. And this is um, Billy Jean King, the lady of the court. Looks like Let what would take be a, a, picture. Te- a textbook. I won't, I won't get you because I know you don't like to get your picture taken. <laughs> Thank you. That's, I'll take a picture of Billy Jean King. That's oh, great. I, lo- that's I, I remember great. that book when I was a kid. You do? I do. I remember that being in like the school library. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Pick so it up and throw it what, at your friend. What always what what did you say? Pick it up and throw it at your friend. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what what all is in that notebook? We're at the tail um, end of it. What is all this stuff? This is when I was breaking the story for one of my screenplays. Mm-hmm. Oh, Polaris got her uh, earphones on. Um, uh, yeah, or like a list. This is oh yeah. Here are these scenes. This is the order of them. Um, what am I going to wear on my trip? So you that do it, but you I find it fascinating that you do it. Uh, in, in your handwriting, you don't you don't do it in a word document or something. I do, but at first, I'll do it. You know, mm-hmm. like if I'm going to sushi by myself yeah. and I just want to muse, I'll bring a notebook because I don't want to. I don't want to bring the computer I to agree. my sushi that, place. That's, that's, yeah, that's just rude. That's annoying to bring a computer to a, a restaurant. Right. So I'll just bring a thing and like oh my lists. I'll make lists. I love it though. It looks like when like when you like when Springsteen like when you see his notebook. Oh, these are my original lyrics. Of, uh, <laughs> 
darkness on the edge of town. Now, once this is filled up, does that go on a shelf with a bunch no, of other notebooks? you know what? Do you get rid of that? I do. Unless it's got, like, Dear Diary, you know, then you I'll just You could pull those away. pages out, though. You could pull... But, like, it, it's just all of this stuff that I... You don't need it. It's already been it. recorded somewhere else if need only, be. Only a crazy hoarder would keep that. <laughs> and that's not you. You're funny. I didn't know that you had a step-siblings. I have one stepbrother. Yes, he's been my stepbrother for 40 years. And no no biological siblings? No. And you're still close with this stepbrother? Yeah, I mean, he lives in Singapore. He and his family live far away. But oh, anytime yeah, that's, we that's see each other, far it's away. like, you know, no time has passed. Have you ever been to Singapore? No, when he was in Hong Kong, my dad and my stepmom and I went and did Christmas and we went to Hong Kong that and Shanghai and um, Bangkok. Was it as fun as it sounds? You know, I felt very displaced. Like, mm-hmm. I like travel. I like, but it's it's uh, jarring. It's yeah. just, but thank goodness, like, he speaks Mandarin, so mm-hmm. he can navigate around. And I just felt really, you know, displaced. What's his vocation? Can I ask? Is he... he is a lawyer. Okay. And so he was working for a British firm, and now I think he's working for a bank. So he has, you have nieces and nephews from this gentleman. I have one nephew. So there's Johnny and there's this guy. Luke is Johnny the, and Luke. How old's uh-huh. Luke? Luke is like six months younger than Johnny, around the same age. I gotta get these kids together. I know they're so cute. They're really, Luke. really very cute together. All right, let's move on. I Thank just need to get. I, I took the other song. I, t- I I did take. I'm just a singer. Oh, I brought that band. one too. You did? Uh, yes. Oh boy. <laughs> I didn't oh, know you brought... No. Oh, that's okay. I brought both of the songs about being a singer in a rock and roll band. Oh, I didn't know. But it's great. I could play something different then, and you can play that. Here, give me the thing. Oh. Uh, no, just play my next one, and then I'll find another song, Kyle. So I took um, one of the big comeback hits from 1986. This is Your Wildest Dreams. Mm. liked in the 80s when like the bands that were like um like yes that were like so like you know they were prog rocky or they were this and they had these big bombastic long songs and then they're just like let's just write some pop songs and get uh make some money and those, i like yes's pop songs. yeah i do too i love it yeah i love um i love uh i love the yes pop songs and even like <laughs> uh, i mean zz top couldn't pull the one i wanted to say zz top was more you know not Prog rock, they were more rock, like bluesy right. rock. Yes. But I like their pop stuff too. Yeah, sure. Step inside my sleeping bag. Yeah. Um, oh, you know who produced that song that you just played? No, I do not. Tony Visconti. Really? Yes, I just saw that. And I know you, you know. Well, April said she'd bring him on the show. I've met him. She introduced me to him. That was a name I honestly didn't really know. It wasn't on my radar of producers that yeah. I kind of knew. And then when I read that, I was like, oh, that's so interesting. That's pretty that's, cool. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff. Or as uh, April says, Tony V. <laughs> and I say, that's a trosh. V-Scons. <laughs> V-Scons. No, no one calls him that. Okay, what's your next tune? What, are you going to let me play I'm Just a Singer in a Rock and Roll yeah, Band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, I, and I just, uh, I pulled another one out that okay, I'll play. Okay, it's number two. I'm just a 
playing that yes i think and so no one is going to be able to follow that like if that is played it, with that kind of whatever it, no one's going to want to follow that like that is going to be the thing the, the um, song of the night that's what that i predict maybe be like the jam song at the end i it, wonder it could be. yeah because they're all singers in rock and roll bands yes that would be awesome Kyle, that's a good call that would be awesome all right this song uh the song that i just uh called an audible on and picked really quickly is question Yes, a good one. Question. Here we go. Kyle, do you know these Moody Blues songs? You're a young, you're a young man. I knew the. I'm just a singer. Okay, that's the only one. You didn't know Whitest Dream. It, that might have sounded familiar. I'm gonna jump ahead here. Here we go. Why do we never get an answer? Do you know this one, Kyle? Mm-hmm. They're definitely playing that. To me, it's question Knights in White Satin. I'm just a singer in a rock and roll band. That order. Like, that's happening. Here's what, uh, here's what I have. Although I don't, I don't disagree with you. But I have Knights in White Satin. I mean, I think if there's any band on that stage that night that you could predict a song, it's def- Moody Blues are 100% <laughs> playing Knights in White yes. Satin. And yes. then I had, uh, I had Question. Uh-huh. And then I had, I had Your Wildest Dreams. Maybe they'll play, a, oh. maybe they'll play one of their 80s hits. But, well, I like the voice, too. Yeah. yeah, I like that, too. But I don't, um, but I don't disagree with you either. So. And who does, who, maybe John Lodge could sit in with a, um, the cars, good bass player. Yeah, just to play the bass. Just to play the. I bass. wonder if anyone. No, no. Bon Jovi's not sitting in with the cars because it's just. You know who can similar. sing is Elliot's daughter. Yeah, but then he has to convince Rick to let that happen. Yeah. You know what I mean. I mean that would be awesome. That would be awesome. I don't know who inducts the Moody Blues. I don't know. Probably some oh, British. John Anderson. From okay, I agree. Okay, that's right. Not bad. Yeah, sure. Um, sure. Why not? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um well the, the the rock and roll is kind of done yes oh yes but now we're we're gonna uh honor uh two ladies yeah women of color two women of color women are gonna color? be inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame i think that's awesome let's go uh do you want to do nina first uh sure okay let's do nina that, simone that would be the alphabetical order that's true i um before I went to find songs, I just went into my own personal iTunes library. I'm like, wonder if I have any Nina Simone in here. And I typed it in. I had two songs. Oh. So the first one I'm going to play 
is uh, it, it was actually on a compilation called. Now that's what I call Halloween. Okay. And this is <laughs> this is it's a, just her going like a ghost. Ooh, Doors creaking. Meow. <laughs> um, this is I put a spell on you. Oh yes. Yeah. Put a spell on you. Cause you You better stop the things you do. I ain't lying. You know I can't stand it You're running around You know better, daddy I can't stand it Cause you put me down Yeah, yeah I put a spell on you Because you're mine Who wrote that song? Um, find out. Yeah. Talk it up. Talk okay. It up. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll play my my first song. Annie Lennox does a version of that. Um, but that's good. My <laughs> my first song is another one of her big. Jay Hawkins. Oh. 1956, written by Jay Hawkins. This is um, feeling good. Her other bit, like kind of bigger mm-hmm. song um, that has been redone and redone. Uh, it's song number eleven. Flying high, you know how I feel Sun in the sky, you know how I feel Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel It's a new dawn, it's a new day It's a new life for me, yeah It's a new dawn, it's a new day New life for me. Ooh, 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 ooh. And I'm feeling good. Fish in the sea, you know how I feel. River running free. pretty great it's phenomenal now my next nina simone song let me give you some backstory on this uh pete townsend has uh, an album called the iron man which is based on the book by ted hughes and the iron man has actually became the movie the iron giant oh and pete townsend owned the rights to that he's producer on that movie but he did uh he did uh, a musical version of it and in this musical version nina simone plays the part of the space dragon so this is Nina Simone as the Space Dragon singing a song called Fast Food. It's fun. Fast food, fast food. Feed me fast, feed me fast. I've been 
Yeah. I like her voice. I don't really yeah. know the context of a song about fast food. But. I don't remember. I, I don't. In the movie, there is not um, a character uh, of the space dragon. I don't know the space dragon in in right. the Iron Giant movie, but I guess in the book. Hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. Pete Townsend obviously wants to stay faithful to the book. Yeah. So, did you ever see the Iron Giant? I did. Oh my god, I did. Kyle doesn't like it. <gasps> Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I should probably try and rewatch it. You should see if watch I still it. don't like it. But. Yeah, oh. step it up. Yeah, I watched it with Johnny. Oh, he loved it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's got a good message. Um, Nina Simone wrote some protest songs. This one it, that she wrote, this is her song. Okay. Um, that she's performing in Carnegie Hall, I think 1964. And it, it, was in, it was her response to the murder of Medgar Evers, and it's called Mississippi Goddamn. This is a show tune, but the show hasn't been written for it yet. Hound dogs on my trail, school children sitting in jail, black cat cross my path. I think every day's gonna be my last. Mercy on this land of mine We all gonna get it in due time I don't belong here I don't belong there I've even stopped believing in prayer Don't tell me, I'll tell you Me and my people just about do I've been there so I know Keep on saying go slow it's a nice. really it's really good I, I like it's it's a really profound if you listen to the rest of the song and it's it's terrific but i was reading that they when they sent promotional copies to rec to um uh, djs across the country they would send it back broken because they the, the profanity because mm, of goddamn oh. in the title they mm. would break it and send it back Oh, like I can't even imagine. What a waste of postage. (laughs) At least they were aware of it. I just can't even imagine what her life and um, struggles and what have you. And um, to make great music and now to be honored and hopefully like her family will be there. And and I don't know any of that. Like I don't know if she had kids or any of that sort of thing. But she, um, I wonder who will sing a couple of her tunes. I don't know, but it's got to be somebody great. Polaris raising her hand. She's going to yes. sing. Yes, I saw Nina in concert twice. Oh, you did? You saw Nina Simone in concert twice? Yes. Wow. How old were you when you saw Nina Simone? Were you in your early 50s then? <laughs> <laughs> That's what amazing. What are you doing? No one said come over to the mic. Yes, come over to the no mic. No one said this. I want to hear. What? Okay, what? So I saw her uh, when I was in college. Get closer to me. And then I saw her when I first... Moved out to LA. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But the first time I saw her was a complete accident, which was, it was kind of cool. 
So do you want to hear about it? Yes. Yeah, you're over here now. <laughs> <laughs> you brought the show to a halt. So, so I was I was in so I was at Bard in New York State. Okay. And um, my boyfriend of the time, who was not Pat, was, okay. <laughs> not <laughs> <stories> over. <laughs> was visiting me. And we were kind of um a little bit stoned, a little bit. I sorry, but anyway, <laughs> we thought it would be really fun late at night to just take a train and just go right into New York, New York City, right? Okay. And so we did that, and then we got there, and then we didn't know where to go. So I just uh, after we took this train, I we hopped in a cab, and I went, "Can we go to the village?" Like, <laughs> heard of it, right? So we go there, and then we pop out and I was like oh look a jazz club you're supposed to go to a jazz club at the village and so then we went to this jazz club and in Nina Simone was performing That's wow and we got to see her sing four women okay which, is, which I think is going to be played that night. okay because it's another one of her protest songs it's, right yes or, it's, okay. it's, it's such like a, a poem you know mm. and uh, and that was really interesting and then when I first moved out to LA I, I saw her at the bowl what? Yeah. That's right. She lived a fairly long life. 70? Okay. That's, yeah. I mean, people live longer, but I mean, for a jazz singer, sometimes shorter. So anyway. So there you go. That's so and cool. I All right. that's, How about that? That's, that's jazz talk with Pilar Alessandra. <laughs> Here's the difference in my boyfriend came out and we were stoned. We hopped just on the whim. We hopped a train. We went to a jazz club. Now, this is what was going to happen at our house last night. We're both in bed early in our pajamas. And she's like, do you want me to make that hot drink I make? And we'll put a little liquor in it. And then we'll watch the Lego Batman movie. Because I got that the writer of it on my podcast tomorrow. That's what. That's how times have changed. Oh, Chris McKenna? <laughs> uh, uh, John. John Willington? It's John it's, Willington. It's, I, it's terrific. It is. It's, it's fantastic. Terrific. It's so yeah, funny. There's a lot of writers on it. He's one of them. Yeah. Well, John Willington. Super, super funny. I love that movie. We watched it, a John Willington movie that's going to be coming on Netflix. They sent us a, a secret screener to watch it. What was it called again? It's called The Night. The, the, the day we, uh, when we first met. When we first met with, uh, with Adam uh, Driver. No. Um, you introduced me to him at that rock and roll. That thing Gary Divine. was producing for Adam Devine. Oh. Yes. And he was I very funny. He was really him. funny. He's so, reminds me of Jim Carrey in this movie so much like this could be a Jim Carrey movie from the nineties, like just his expressions and the way he plays it. I can't, I, I like that. I think he can appeal to a broad audience. He I think can. he can appeal to people of different ages and yeah. uh, you know, not all he's of, cute enough for the girls. He's not, he's yep. funny for the guys and yes. not threatening. And sure. he's yeah, the girls whole, like funny too, but okay, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, unless it's a stoned at the jazz club. I love that story, Pilar. I love it. How amazing. So we have one more artist that Christy's <gasps> oh, yeah. going to cover. I brought, yes, yeah, Sister well, Rosetta Tharp. First, are we going to oh. say who we think is going to induct? I don't know who will induct. I would hope Beyonce? I, maybe. I, I mean, I would hope that whoever performs her songs is an African-American woman. I hope if it's it not, would be a woman of color. It's yes. going to be a problem. The only person it might be, one, one person who might sing a song, because... After this Netflix, uh, they had a Netflix documentary like two years ago about her. After that, they had like a tribute concert okay. and John Le John Legend played some of her songs. Oh, so maybe he might do good. one or a company with someone else. I so. still think you should, it needs to be a woman of color. Yes. Like I mean, Alicia Keys or, or yeah, yeah. She has a beautiful voice. Erica Badu. Ooh. I don't know. I'm just throwing names out there. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be really but Beyonce's good. I mean, any, yeah. 
There yeah. are a lot of people they can get. There's a lot of people that they can get for sure. So they better get them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, amen. Okay. So okay. tell us so, about, because okay. this last artist, I didn't, I didn't cover her just because she wasn't in the Wikipedia list, but she's being um, inducted because of influence. Is that what it is? Yeah, early influence. Early influence. If you scroll down, there's this early influence. She's right okay, there. Okay. I didn't scroll down. And so. she was a guitar player. She could mm -hmm. sing and play guitar. And like when, when, and I was reading this, that when she would go places like they would make her accompany herself, you know, being a, a person of color and okay. it, you know, things weren't so easy for her either. And this was the forties and at song number six, this one is strange things happening are happening every day. And it's her playing her singing and playing guitar. If you want to view the crime, you must learn to quit your line. There are strange It is great. It was like 40, early 40s. It's crazy. I'm reading this from Wikipedia. It says that uh, she was a pioneer in her guitar technique. She was among the first popular recording artists to use heavy distortion on her electric guitar. It also says her guitar playing technique had a profound influence on the development of British blues in the 60s. In particular, a European tour she did with Muddy Waters, a stop in Manchester, has often been cited by Eric Clapton, Jeff Beck, and Keith Richards. Now, when she would, uh, when they would, when Muddy Waters and uh, Rosetta, um, Ros uh, Sister Rosetta, I almost said Rosetta Stone. Sure, which is, I which is how I, which is how I'm learning uh, Japanese. <laughs> um, when she would, when she would go to, when they would go to the UK, was there a racial bias in the UK at that time, or were they treated? You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm sure they weren't treated as poorly as in the American South. Yeah. I'm sure that. So they must have, they must have welcomed a trip like that to, to the UK. I would think, I, would I mean, think I, don't, so. I don't, I don't want to right, speak for them and, and, right. and, but I, I, yeah, I'm not sure, but this next one will okay. sound uh, quite familiar. It's called nobody's fault, but mine. What? Oh, it's nobody's fault, but mine. It's nobody's fault, but mine.
familiar? <laughs> yeah, that, the, the, yeah. 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 It says Nina Simone also recorded a version of the song, too. It's pretty cool. It, it it was a Blind Willie Johnson song, to be fair. It wasn't her song. It was Blind Willie Johnson's song. And I actually looked it up. I'm like, do they, does Zeppelin give them credit at all? Ze- give him credit. Zeppelin doesn't give credit to like, anyone. Um, yeah, no, we went away from that version. And I'm like, I don't know. There's I think lot, the kind of central of, thing is still there. There's a lot there. of plagiarism in the Zeppelin catalog, unfortunately. Yeah. And, and, and like, uh, it's and interesting they, because if, like anything else, until someone says something is not okay, you yeah. think it is okay. Sure. And, but I know that, like, Willie Dixon gets mm-hmm. credit for, um, uh, Whole Lot of Love, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, Presence was years after that. Yeah. So did that lawsuit not come into? I mean, I don't. I don't like all. The, don't all know, they needed to do was put one more name one in the writing name. credit. And at and, that and point no in their career, they're not. They're not yes. going to. It's not going to take away all their money they've made. Yes. My favorite. My favorite story. Recent kind of recent story is when when the um, uh, when the Rolling Stones recorded a song called "Has Anybody Seen My Baby?" And, yes. And then someone said, "Hey guys, that sounds a lot like." Constant craving. Constant craving. Yeah. And they go, all right. And they just put yes. they put her name in the her name and her co-writer in the thing. And the Sam Smith song that sounded like um Won't Back Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, great, Tom Petty, oh, done. Fine, fine. Boom. More than happy. More than happy to do it. Because I also believe that 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 sometimes things come to you that you don't know. Like I can remember when I was on King of the Hill. By the time I joined, there was already six years of it. Yeah. And I'd come up with a bid or I'd, and I'd have to email a few people and be like, oh, did I come up with this or did, did I, I hear it? Did I just hear it? Yeah. And, and so I don't think people set out to plagiarize. I really right. don't. And I had this a discussion last night about it, comics. I would guess that people maliciously steal material fewer times than it just sinks. Something comes in and then you just, oh, I just came up with this bit. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I think because it's too easy to figure out plagiarism. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. No, you're right. You're right. It just. I mean, in music and that kind of thing, and written word, I don't, I don't, I can't really speak yeah. to. But anyway, all right, that's that. This episode is going to drop like in the middle of February. At that time, it will have been three whole months since you were here solo by yourself. Okay. So maybe we you get in here. A little bit okay. more. How mm-hmm. much of a struggle? I felt like this was a struggle this, yesterday. This took me half a day. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try to come up with topics where you just go in your iTunes and pick a song that has well, has uh, the, the word uh, dish pan in it. Well, or no, but I, I mean, I like. That might be hard. Yeah. <laughs> Bad example on my part. I, I mean, it's good because, I mean, obviously, I love music and yes. and and whatever, but. Um, but I yeah. certainly don't want to take a whole Saturday away from you to prepare and then. Uh, two hours on a Sunday morning. That's not what I want to do because well, I want to make it as easy as dick. But I want to, I want to make it as easy as possible for you to get in here. Okay. So the next time, if I throw out just a simple thing and you go, that sounds kind of lame. I'm going to go. It's just to make it simple for you, Christy. <laughs> Songs with the word moon in it. Are you kidding me? But or you can come up rock, with a top rock and roll dishwasher. You come up with a <laughs> dish. Pan. Yeah, well, uh, rock and, I, and roll dishwasher. Murray that is I, really funny. Murray I and wish. I did the rock and roll laundry basket, and so it was. It was all songs oh, that had any article like, of clothing in it, like shirt, shirt, or like boot, shoes, pants, okay. hats, anything. Oh, that's. Do you funny. want to do the rock and roll dishwasher? But then that's like Cup. spoons. 
Spoons? Can like the Loving Spoonful? No. I have to play them? No, it's no, it's, it's the, the song. song. So it'd be like a spoonful oh, right. of sugar. Because you, you won't let me do the band. We've already established this. Well, I mean, if you set that up in advance with me, we'll come up. Let's come up with an easy topic too. <laughs> we right. don't have to do it right now. Okay. Okay, uh, Christy, where can we find you on um, on the social internets. media? On the internet, but you're, I'm there. you're at, I exist at Christy S. Man at Twitter. Yes. And what projects do you have? Any projects you can talk about? Um, just working on a pilot and uh, putting a movie together that this one, that this one helped me with. And I'm the, that one over Blar. there. Oh, ja- jazz, yeah. jazzy. Yeah. Jazzy Jane. Jazz queen. With yeah, her toke it up, toke it up, jazzy Jane. Yeah, she's got her beret on a skew wandering into the jazz club. I'm seeing it. I'm picturing it. <laughs> a short, very short skirt. I get jeans. This guy got short skirts. Okay. What? <laughs> What else are we saying? Oh, so, and is the, the movie that you've told me about, is that yes. still happening? It's right now. Um, With the same attached star? Yes. Okay. Right now we are going out to find the actress. Okay. And my people have said like, shoot high. All right. And wow, that's great. So let's do a couple of, sh- couple of shots, mm-hmm. big, and then work our way down. Okay. So a manager of a person that I want to play the part is reading it now. So. All right. That's great. Very exciting. We'll see. Very exciting. Kyle, you were at Kyle Dotson Funny. Yep. We are at Rock Solid Show. Mm-hmm. Pat underscore Francis. Mm-hmm. Patreon is patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast. Shout out to Joe Van Overberg, who does the notes. Uh, you know him as Joey Notes. The notes are great because you can go there and you read about the show and then you say to yourself, I'm not listening to that. That sounds <laughs> awful. So um, so that's what the notes it's, are there for. It's actually for the if you're listening and you're like, oh, what was that? They played a song in the middle that I liked and now I can't remember, blah, blah, and you go back. And that's and how you find there. it. Yeah. Let me give a shout out to, and I hope I don't miss anyone's name, I'm going to give a shout out to all of our rock solid artists because uh, they do the Facebook artwork every week. I, I ask them to do it. I give them an assignment, and they always say yes, and they're great, and they're talented, and I hope that they're able to put these artwork uh, of theirs into a portfolio and get a job or something. But it's uh, Glenn K. Amo, Jason Levy, Jamie Whitlock, Adam Jones, Kyle Hildreth, Daryl Asher, Aaron Gould, Joshua Tabak, David Ace Gutierrez, and Adam Harmon. Thank you. And I hope I didn't miss any of the people. They're um, terrific. Now, the last but not least, our playout song. I looked. This is the number one by all the bands that are getting inducted. And if you could start this out with a little Christy for me and then right into it. Oh, yep. my God. This song is the most popular song, the most successful song by any of these bands that are getting inducted. It's a Dire Straits song. Ooh. It was number one for three weeks in a row, and it is money for nothing. Thank you, Christy. Thank you, Kyle. Turn on the MTV. That ain't working. The 